Welcome. Hey, everybody. I am jumping on today to talk to you about the one thing that truly empowers you to get and keep the body you want. And this one thing is never talked about in fitness circles. And yet it is the thing that allows you to not only get where you need to be or want to be and actually sustain it. So let me tell you, before I tell you what the thing is, what it is not. What it is not is, is not your diets, it's not your food choices, it's not your workouts. Finding a nutrition plan that allows for flexible eating, moving your body, those are all super important. But this one thing is the glue that holds it all together. So we're going to dive right into that. Now, if you're watching live, type live below. If you're watching replay, watch replay. I'm going to rock through this because I have a lot that I want to cover for you and I want to keep it super tight. But I love the comments, the questions, the engagement. So I will promise to circle back and answer any questions as they come up. And if I see them fly by really quickly, um, say hi as you are joining. Hi, all you guys. I see on um, all the channels. Appreciate you. Um, love that, Kelly. Glad you got to join us live, seeing some others. Hey, Evie, love that. So I am able to see a little bit on um, the IG. If you're watching through one of the other channels, um, don't see that uh, come up, but I love that you guys are here. Hey, Brandy. Love it, love it. Okay, I'm going to jump in for you guys. Are you guys ready? Give me a ready in the comments if you're ready to jump right in. So I honestly wanted to, I wasn't sure how to title this because it is so such a critical, important factor, and yet the words like unveiling or discovering or whatever, it sounds kind of, um, it just doesn't do it justice because, like I said in the beginning, that your diet and your workouts might be amazing, but if you're missing this one thing, it is the glue to getting and keeping the body you want and also being able to radiate this radical sense of authentic confidence. And so without it, whatever effort you're putting in is either going to be hindered or it's not going to be sustained. Fair enough? So understanding this knowledge shift for me is truly what empowered me to not only get a body I never expected, but it's also equipped me to conquer a variety of goals and success in every aspect of life. So just as the heart of my transformation was my personal relationship with God, with Jesus, it was not the glue. And I want you to hear me say this as a, for, first of all, for those of you that might be new to me, I'm coach Rebecca Tabert, former atheist, corporate girl, overweight, turned Jesus loving, fiercely fit for 20 years from now or 20 years now, all the things. And so when I speak to you, I speak from a position of understanding and empathy and know that even as much as I love Jesus, he is the heart of transformation. He is not the glue. And let me explain what I mean by this. The glue is understanding the importance of how you see yourself. The glue for me has been understanding the importance of how I see myself. And in the result of that, being able to continue that work consistently over time. 
Thanks so much, Evie. Yeah, my testimony is wild and it has been for, you know, the last decade, over a decade of coaching other women too. So, but that's for another day. I really want to pour into you guys today because what I want to impress upon you is as much as God loves us, truly beyond our own comprehension, he's, in my opinion, he is not an enabling parent. He is an empowering parent. So in my opinion, and what he's impressed upon me is that he calls us to be active participants. He calls us to be active participants in our walk with him. He calls us to be active participants in our development as faith followers, as leaders, as the women that we get to become. And I was just sharing this the other day. Um, You'll hear me say this often, um, and excuse the voice, guys, my voice, my body is continuing to fight and overcome whatever this is. Um, So I appreciate patience today. But he is, um, calls us to be active participants. What I was saying is, I want you to be assured that whatever vision you have for yourself, a lot of times I'll get on calls. I had another one with this amazing woman yesterday. And a lot of times women are almost nervous to share like their deep desire, their big goal, because it feels scary to them and they question whether or not it's possible for them. And I totally get that. I never expected what I've been able to experience compared to where I started, right? So I 100% understand that. And what I also know now is that when we have those visions, because I know something about the women that are in my circles, is that you are strong, you are powerful, you are driven, you're created on purpose for unique and greater purpose. You do your part to seek him first every day. You do your part to not be perfect, but in progress in abiding in him and him in you. And therefore you can be rest assured that the desires that you have on your heart, just as his word says, it's not that he gives you the desires of your heart. It's that The more you lean in, the desires that you feel in you are of him. Fair enough? Give me an amen in the comments if this is tracking with you. Or if you're watching or listening to the podcast on on replay, I'm a talk back, kind of going to church every time I speak person. And I believe that that helps you stay engaged. So even if you're listening to the replay, you're in the car, whatever, I want you to be screaming out loud. Yes, amen, got it, sister, whatever that is for you. Fair enough? And so... In knowing that that vision is for you, understand that it's us that tend to get in our way. And the more that you embody that personal power that I get to discover, how am I getting in my own way, right? Because there can be many ways in which we're getting in our own way. We're going to talk about one of the most powerful ways today. Um, as you discover what those blocks are and you start to remove them, then you start, you create that leverage towards the goals that you are seeing in that vision, seeing as possibility for yourself. Fair enough. And so what I have found to be our biggest and the most common block for many women is our own sense of self-worth and our own identity. And so I'm going to give you some evidence today. Excuse me one second. This cold is driving me nuts. Hopefully I was off of both cameras when I did that just now. Um, the, <laughs> what I want to set first is Google Dictionary. 
based on identity. So the biggest roadblock for most women, for many of the women that come into my circles that God puts in front of me, probably because it's the thing that I was challenged with and continue to get to walk out over the last 20 years and hopefully many years before, is this sense of identity for that next version of our best self, the next version of who we get to be in order to do the things he's called us to do, in order to have all that he wants us to have so that we are then giving in abundance from a position of overflow. It is so much far, it's so far above and beyond the physical result that you experience when you start to truly dig into your own transformation. But it starts, this main roadblock is our own identity, who we're seeing ourselves to be, and that includes for our own health and well-being. So what is the definition of identity? Google says the definition is the condition of being a certain person or thing, or the set of characteristics by which a person or thing is definitively recognizable and known. God's word says, for as he thinks in his heart, so is he. How many times have we read that verse? But are we applying it? Are we leaning in? What am I thinking about? What am I believing to be true? Because as God has taught me, and now Caroline Leaf has an amazing book that actually shows how God's science supports God's word. So God started impress upon, pressing this upon me many, many years ago, and that is that our, that core, that verse is the cornerstone. Our thoughts are where it begins. Our thoughts focused on over time, whether intentionally or unintentionally, drive our emotions and our beliefs. Our emotions and our beliefs drive our choices. Our choices made consistently over time form our habits. Our habits, habits become the lifestyle that you're experiencing today, which is awesome because that means you can reverse engineer it and change that. However, it starts with those thoughts and the identity of who you see yourself to be. We will never achieve and sustain success in any aspect of life if it goes beyond the core belief of what we believe we are worthy of experiencing and or see ourselves as that type of person. Making sense so far? As I started to mention, there's been so many books now written on this topic as well, in addition to, of course, the one and only Bible. Um, Psycho-Cybernetics was one of the original books that I started with, recommended to me um, you know, 13 years ago as a new entrepreneur in the fitness space. Um, Psycho-Cybernetics is by Maxwell Maltz. He talks about, but I'm going to give you the gist of it today, but I just want to give you these books in case you're a reader like me and you want some additional resources. Um, in Cyber Cybernetics is one of the books that I've read multiple times. Actually, all of these are not yet on the, the switcher brain because I it was new to me. But <clears throat> Psycho Cybernetics talks about the power of visualization and he calls it theater of a mind. Um, and it goes into so much more, but he gives an example of um, this plastic surgeon who started to realize uh, that people failed or succeeded based on the image of how they saw themselves. Right. There was an example of this top lawyer that um, was a winning, never lost trial lawyer, was in a horrific car accident, dis, um, disfigured his face. And in that disfigurement, he started losing all of his cases because he just started assuming all of these things about himself, about what other people were believing to be true about him. And the surgery itself did not change, shift the winning 
um, didn't shift him back into winning cases because he still owned that identity. It wasn't until he recognized what was true for him and realigned his identity that he started succeeding again and getting back to that um, track record of never failing in the cases, right? And that's that's a muffled version of the of the story, but you get the gist. Um, the Big Leap by Gay Hendricks talks about the rubber band theory, and this is supporting the idea that you can have all of this great success. So even when we apply it to our health and well-being, or for you, it might be sustainable weight loss, you lose the 50 pounds, but if you don't see yourself as being worthy of all of the things you're experiencing now that you're 50 pounds lighter, if you don't see yourself being the type of person that is fit and 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 healthy as a lifestyle, then you start to pull yourself back. And there's also research talking about our brain and how our um, brain is designed to keep us safe. And so even as uncomfortable as what you might have experienced for the last decade, because I know how uncomfortable you can feel physically, I know um, how much challenge and emotion can be brought into like shame and guilt and all of those things, associated with food and our bodies and, and all of those things. And you could be experiencing that for a decade and want to change and start to shift. And as uncomfortable as that was, your brain only knows that as that's familiar. And your brain's job in order to keep you safe is to keep you in what is familiar. So without doing the inner work, part of which is shifting your identity, your brain will want to pull you back and it will be successful until you start to recognize this and do this inner work. This is so important as one of the cornerstones of my coaching programs because I can teach you all of the tactics, but until you step into the identity, you will continue to have the setbacks, whether it be a year from now or two years from now, something shifts in life, some sort of major change, until you step into the identity of fully owning who you are as a fit, healthy embodiment of that reflection, you will backslide. Make sense? The habits, the, the routines, all of those will falter. They won't be planted on stable ground. Um, the third book I wanted to give you was Switch on Your Brain by Caroline Leaf. I just discovered that a few months ago. Um, I had listened to her for a long time. She's got great podcasts and stuff like that too, but finally made the time to read the book. Oh my gosh, so good. I think I read it within a week. It was just that good. I didn't want to put it down. Uh, I'll give you some, uh, a couple more examples. Again, just to impress upon you, like if you do nothing else, understand the importance of this work because I want you to get to your goal, your result, your best expression of who God created you to be in mind, body, and spirit and sustain it, live it out, right? And so in order to do that, understanding the importance of this is critical. Rogers Bannister, if you all are familiar with him, he is the man that originally ran the four-minute mile. Before he ran that four-minute mile, everyone said that it wasn't possible. No one saw themselves as being able to do it because society told them, you're, there's no way, the human body's not capable. I can't remember all the stories, like your legs will break, like it's just not physically capable. Rogers, Rogers Bannister decided he was going to be the one to break the four minute mile. So yes, he did his part in training physically. He did the actions, he did the habits to train physically. And he also decided to do the work 
to visualize and step into the identity of the person who breaks the four minute mile, the person who runs the four minute mile. And after setting that example for other people, I can't remember if it was six or a dozen people in that same year, all of a sudden are able to run the four minute mile because he gave them a reflection of what is possible. You don't need somebody else to give you the reflection of what is possible. There's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. If you see somebody that you admire, that you respect, make sure you don't fall into comparison. But some of us need that borrowed belief. We're seeing the possibility and that is 100% okay. But understand that the true shift comes when you accept and do the work to start stepping into that identity. Is this tracking with you? Type tracking if it is. And or, you know, if you're listening on the podcast, you're saying, amen, sister, I got you, right? Uh, so as I was saying before, even in my programs, I can teach you simple strategies so that you have a flexible eating plan, not a diet, the plan that allows you to enjoy your holiday favorites. Thank you, Kelly. And allows you to create this lifestyle routine versus a diet. I can teach you how to um, move from emotional eating to empowered eating so you're not giving into food with the motive of emotion, but that you're making mindful choices. However, the glue, can you hear what I'm saying in terms of the difference between Jesus is the heart of everything for me, but the glue that holds this all together is our intention and connection with our identity. And so I can't possibly teach all of it today, but hopefully I've planted the seed of how important this is. And then I'm going to give you um, five journal prompts to, to get you started. And if you want the journal prompts, um, I know some of you might be listening or driving or whatever, just type prompts below and I'll send them over to you. But uh, <clears throat> excuse the voice. Uh, the five questions that I invite you to ask yourself, and this is part of the inner work, it's getting curious and taking just enough time. It doesn't have to be a lot of time. You don't have to spend hours in a gym. You don't have to, you know, it doesn't have to be this crazy complicated thing, but you do have to decide that you're going to stand for yourself and start creating some space for yourself because that end goal is important enough to you because you understand that you can only give your best when you are at your best because you can understand that if you are always trying to pour from an empty cup, there's nothing left to give. So you get to create space for yourself to pour in to not just the urgency of the moment, but allow everything to settle so that all things then are amplified. I hope that's making sense. I believe our health and our well-being is the tide that rises all ships, and that includes our mental, emotional well-being, and our identity fits into that. So the five questions, I'm going to um, rapid fire. What does my future self look and feel like? Really allow yourself space to consider that. What is my future fit self, that version of myself that I keep saying I want to step into? What does that feel like? What does that look like for me? What daily habits am I choosing? And you may feel like you don't know all of them, right? That's where you get to learn and become a student and engage in mentors and coaching and invest in yourself and all those things to learn the best habits that are going to get you. But if you could imagine you have some idea, right? You have a pretty good idea of some of the things that you would be doing as that fit version of yourself to maintain and to continue um, 
to evolve. Number three, what actions did I take to become her? And this is where it's a little bit different. So not the daily habits that you're doing then, but what daily habits, or I'm sorry, what actions led to you doing those daily habits? Example, I talked about you may not know what all the habits are, and you might need to invest in yourself, in support, in coaching. Maybe that's one of the actions that you get to start taking now so that you are able to become her. Maybe it's learning how to adapt uh, flexible eating that fits your lifestyle and your body goals, right? You guys will hear me preach from the choir all day, every day. Very anti-diet. It, it, diets do not work. That's a whole other conversation. I actually did a podcast on that a little while ago if you want it. Um, how does my future fit self handle setbacks and challenges? So how are you responding to stressors right now? versus how does the future version of yourself respond to them? How do you manage them? And then last but definitely not least, what can I do today to start showing up as if I am her? Those are the five. If I know I rapid fire, if you want them, type prompts below and I'll send them over to you. I'm going to give you one more bonus that is such a game changer. This alone, start here. What is the future version of yourself that is an embodiment of everything you want to be experiencing in your fit, well-being, and mind, body, and spirit? What is she not doing? What are you doing today that she is not doing? What are you tolerating today that she is not doing? I hope this was helpful. Today we talked about the importance of understanding that your self-worth, your identity is the glue that not only allows you, empowers you to get the results that you want in mind, body, and spirit, but also then sustain them. Because yes, creating a flex, ditching diets and creating a flexible eating plan and knowing how to do that is a huge part of it. Moving your body with intention is a huge part of it. Learning how to turn to God instead of going to food, huge part of it. The wrapper, the heart is Jesus, the wrapper is this ability to understand the importance of how you are seeing yourself and the identity you choose to own, the type of person you choose to claim to be. Fair enough. And then, of course, I shared the five prompts. I see ya. I see ya, Kelly. I will um, get those prompts over to you. No problem. And if this is really resonating with you and you are empowered by this, hopefully it gave you a glimpse into how my methods by God's work in and through me, he helped me create my Kingdom Fit method over the last two decades um, through my own personal journey, um, as well as coaching amazing humans for over a decade, 13 years in this space and industry, which is crazy pants to me. Um, but hopefully you've gotten a glimpse to understand why my methods now, the Kingdom Fit method, is so much different than the things you've tried before. And if you're a driven Christian woman who wants to be in a different spot, not just this time next year, sister, let's get started and let's get to you in a different spot this time next week or two weeks from now or next month, right? We start the process today and it starts with a really simple connection call. And on that call, we'll decide um, I want to learn more about your goals and what's going on with you, all those kinds of things, and help you create a breakthrough so that you know and you're really clear on what the next best step is for you and your goals specifically. And if it happens to be that potentially working together is one of those, we'll talk about that too. Fair enough? 
So it's a Kingdom Fit breakthrough call. If you want to book a call, type breakthrough below. If you think this was helpful, I'd love to hear below what your biggest takeaway was and tag a sister that you think needs to hear it or share it with a friend. Love you guys. Bye for now.